0: everyone you're listening to our brand new podcast Doctors Confess with me, Kate. And me. <laughs> the worst podcast co-host in academia. Helen. Um, so my name's Helen Nuttall I'm a lecturer in cognitive neuroscience at Lancaster University and I'm the PI of the Neuroscience of Speech and Action Lab where I work with Kate. And I'm Kate and I'm Helen's postdoc researcher in her lab. Um and yeah. So we thought we'd start a podcast because over time we talk, we've talked lots about academic and non-academic stuff, both in lab meetings and out of lab meetings, um, about all the topics in academia that you can't find answers to in the methods section of a paper, for example. Do you secretly think about quitting academia altogether? Do you worry you don't have enough publications? Are you struggling with imposter syndrome? How should we manage work-life balance? We don't have all the answers but we have a lot of thoughts and we'd love to share them with you especially those of you who might be more junior in your careers. Yeah yeah. So if you do want to hear two Doctors Confess all the secrets of academia and talk openly about all those things you think about academic life but you don't want to say out loud, then please tune in to Doctors Confess. Our new podcast coming soon to a cochlear near you. Doctors Confess to their fears about starting a podcast. (laughs) (laughs) That's perfect. Why is there so much fear in academia? How about we start with that? um well, I don't need to make notes we're meant to be talking <laughs> <laughs> so while we record podcasts I'll give you permission that you don't need to take okay notes. thanks <laughs> these um, are not meetings that was not helpful um, also the typing sound so our first topic is why is there so much fear in academia yeah all right but based on why I why was scared to make a podcast so and then we can critically evaluate if all the reasons we're scared of a podcast actually align with all the reasons why we're scared of everything else. Yeah. Um. I guess I was scared of a podcast in case people laugh at me. Yes. I was also scared of doing a podcast in case people laugh at me. And also, like, people think, why doing a podcast? You must think that you've got something to tell other people. Yes. But actually, I feel like we do have things to tell other people, which is... Pos- do you? Positive, oh. positive things. Oh, okay. Positive things. Because... I think like we always talk about there's um the, the the job is like 90% failure uh-huh and it's good to tell people <laughs> that in a positive way. It's good to way. be honest about it no yeah, yeah. and not high behind the things that you got or got right. Yeah and everything well not everything but so much on social media now around academia is basically all the stuff that's going great for people and this mm-hmm. is a podcast about all the stuff which is less great. For yeah people. yeah um yeah so that's that's why I had a fear of making a podcast are people gonna laugh and think why you making a podcast you're not an authority on these issues well I think from my personal opinion is that um I would love to hear you talk about these (laughs) things (laughs) <laughs> I'm gonna just listen to this cut out my own bits and listen to what you've got to say based on three years of already having had these conversations yeah because I enjoy them and I I've learned a lot from from you and your That's experiences nice. thank you um yeah what have you learned <laughs> let's not listen now <laughs> there's okay, no need to listen all right now so... so I've learned it's okay to admit that you're not great at everything yeah it's okay to say when you're struggling it's okay to you That's know good not feel like you have to always put out like the best everything's, everything's, everything's great. great and perfect because you just have to be honest and that's the best yeah. kind of way yeah. to do things um so how are our listeners going to benefit from on just like knowing more about our fears of why we didn't want to do a podcast I think sharing is important caring. sharing is caring I think fear is I think it's a good topic yeah you're back are you backtracking now we've already started sorry <laughs> I, I guess it applies to um if anybody's thinking of starting something and feeling kind of worried yeah feeling worried about it so I'll I'll say one of mine okay why I was scared so I'm scared of starting this podcast because I feel like I tonight sorry tonight um no I feel like because I'm quite early in my career I'm a postdoc don't have a permanent position I'm gonna say things things in this podcast and people are like oh my god this girl has no idea what she's doing etc so uh yeah that's my fit of that yeah. I mean I've outlined my fears. Do I do I need to expand <laughs> on them? My fears are the same as the same fears that I had for like doing a Ted did I tell you I did a TED Talk, by the way? <laughs> no. The same the same as that, where you think, Oh my god, people are gonna listen to this and think, Why is that person talking about this topic? And yeah. You know, but you, you um know you still so. did your ted talk i did and I had an awesome time exactly so this so, podcast is gonna be awesome amazing um that just reminded me of have you seen the lego movie yes this is so everything is awesome <laughs> everything is cool when you're part of the team um, um, maybe um, that should be our uh, jingle really, yeah it's really actually one of my favorite movies that should be the jingle then um, um let's make another jingle. This kind of fear thing it comes I think it probably comes from when you start like your undergraduate degree and it's something I say to the students all the time like they they don't want to ask questions because they feel like they should already know the answer to that question and like nobody wants to expose themselves Mm -hmm. as not being absolutely perfect and absolutely everything. No, exactly. And I never asked questions. I can I remember like I can remember the like one time in my undergraduate degree that I asked a question. I can remember like the lab I was in and my heart like beating. Mm-hmm. Yes. And I look back and I'm like, oh God, that's just it's, it's sad. It's such a horrible feeling. And now as a lecturer, like I, I'm i desperate for people to ask me questions. Mm. Um and that's what you want. And you want to know that what you've said has made sense and that you've helped people to understand. But there's such a contrast between between how like, I think of it now as a lecturer and like wanting questions and how I think students don't want to ask those questions because yeah. they feel like they should know it whereas now I'm a lecturer there's no way that I think that they should know everything and I want them to ask and then I can help them yeah. understand more. Do you say that to the students like oh this yeah. you asking questions is is really great for me? Yeah I try to and we um we have these like anonymous so students can submit questions through like the online learning kind of portal and then they have also had the opportunity to submit them anonymously through like Microsoft forms and stuff like that or Google forms um in case they don't want their name associated with it Mm -hmm. um which is also a little bit sad if you feel like so worried that you don't want your name with your question but Yeah, we still don't get lots of questions. No, but I do remember that feeling. I know, me too. And just not wanting to put my hand up or not wanting to ask and Mm. having questions, but being like, there's no way I can ask this. Yeah. And to be honest, I still felt like that probably when I started my my PhD. And so like when I went to my first conference and I wanted to ask a question about the talk. Yeah. And I'm thinking about asking it and like my whole body is sweating and I'm shaking and I'm going to put my like hand up and I've like rehearsed what I'm gonna say in my brain yeah but then I'm like no I can't do it (laughs) and I remember like the first time actually asking and like hearing my voice quiver and I thought I'm more nervous than this this person who's been presenting so asking them a question and that's definitely something that I've tried to push myself to do more of um as kind of you go through your academic career, and it's it's less. I don't struggle with it, with it so much now, but definitely when I was a PhD student, I I struggle with that feeling of like the hand trembling as you raise it to ask a question <laughs> that you've rehearsed twenty times. Yeah. So you've actually forgotten like the last ten minutes of this person's talk because so you spent it rehearsing the question. question. Yeah, I hope it's not been answered in those last like twenty seconds. Yeah. <laughs> <of laughs> whilst I've been <laughs> rehearsing, and it's um I think that's something that you know a lot of people a lot of people feel um one of my supervisors when I was doing my phd like she was really kind of pro question asking mm. and she had no qualms about asking questions and um very assertively in fact after um talks and it made me kind of scrutinize myself and avoiding something because you're scared you're scared of it or like fearful of it just I don't like that feeling as a person I don't like to yeah. hide from things because they make me scared yeah <clears throat> it feels like I'm checking out yeah so I've yeah I guess towards the end of my PhD and during my postdoc and stuff I started to um really kind of how would you phrase it like call my own bluff in a way like push myself to ask yourself into things yeah and just at the end of a of a talk if you've got a seminar speaker coming over just think of a question I think it's a really good um skill to kind of develop and yeah it's something I try to do sometimes yeah I think I think doing that what you've just said like fault kind of forcing yourself to mm. do things that scare you yeah is like the best medicine for fear definitely unless you know I don't know definitely yeah there's a really good book that I recently bought and I haven't yet read but it's basically all the things <laughs> that you wish people had told you that people have learned in therapy um uh, and when we do our next episode I'll tell you the author and the, the actual title of the book um, and what they say kind of around anxiety is the, the best thing to do is expose yourself to yeah. anything that causes you yeah. anxiety. Mm-hmm. I think that's true. So I think some of the early career um, conferences are even going to a, a typical kind of research conference and asking questions at somebody's poster, and not just listening to the tour and then walking off. Yeah, but actually kind of asking them, even if it's something is um, sort of logical is like what's your next study going to be about you can start off there if you don't want to dive in and like offer some sort of constructive question about the um I think that's a really nice like first if you're really anxious about asking questions or not sure how to start I think that asking questions in a smaller context like at someone's post or if you're at a conference is probably like a really nice way to to start trying to do it you don't have to start asking loads and loads of questions after Mm. every single seminar yeah but you know, doing those smaller. Acts. yes Sometimes when I did um PhD presentations, we'd like plant questions with other PhD students. Yeah, I've done that too. Um, <laughs> which is also an option. <laughs> you can have a, a stooge in the in the audience. Is that what they're called? And then we'd, we'd prepare kind of like additional slides to answer that question. Oh. Oh really? Yeah. yeah. I don't think I ever want that. Uh Think of that. Far. No. We had a lot of regular presentations yeah. I, where I was. But that's something that you can think about doing as well. Sometimes there's there's maybe elements if you're giving like a an oral presentation, there's elements in your talk that you know, might be a bit more provocative, or the data might be a bit like complex or messy. Mm. So one thing that I was taught was you could prep kind of a couple of additional slides in case anybody asks a question yeah. about that. And then you've got here's one I prepared earlier. Yeah. Or um, just leave out one really important piece of information. No, you've got to put all the information <laughs> in. <laughs> just leave out like something the essential. Fear. Embrace the fear. Um, and then you know that they're going to ask about that one thing that you've omitted so since you finished your PhD and you're like three years into your postdoc now Mm. do you feel more um comfortable kind of asking questions and do you feel like less fearful compared to when you finished your PhD for example in some contexts, yes so if I'm surrounded by maybe like people who are my peers or um I don't know not at what I don't know what the word is but not at at like a higher career level I probably feel more comfortable about asking questions whereas previously even then I would have been very Mm -hmm. scared of judgment yeah (laughs) but now I feel a lot more confident um about doing that and asking questions at conferences and things like that because I know now from experience that not every question somebody is asking has to be like a groundbreaking question you can just ask something as simple as like sorry I I missed yeah yeah." or I didn't hear what you said about this thing could Mm -hmm. you could you tell me or I'm totally naive to this topic Mm -hmm. never heard about it before but I've got a question yeah um and after going to conferences and hearing people ask those kinds of questions I'm now more comfortable myself to think oh actually not all these people know everything and it's okay that Mm -hmm. I don't and my question might be completely
1: yeah, silly. Absolutely. But but no, one's gonna, no question
0: is silly. Yeah, but Let's no just... one's gonna judge you for not knowing and before I think, you ask. Hopefully, for the people like listen to this and and realize, oh, it's not just me whose hands shaking, who's like yeah. sweating, <laughs> my heart's racing, but I'm trying to <laughs> ask that question. That that having those kind of experiences doesn't mean that you you should not be a question asker. Yeah. Like, that's just having a sympathetic outflow is that your area oh, of expertise that will be your autonomic nervous system <laughs> happening so you know if you're suddenly listening and you get a bit of a you know sweaty palm yeah palms, or both two palms, sweaty everywhere wherever um, wherever you're sweating racing heartbeat um at the prospect the mere prospect of asking a question then you're definitely the sort of person who should consider pushing yourself to ask and if you go to a conference make it like a personal goal i will ask a question Mm -hmm. at this conference yeah i think that's good actually i'm gonna set that as my goal yeah at um the next conference we go to my stomach's gonna rumble (laughs) (laughs) intrepidation it's just gonna happen i don't know how how loud it will be in the (laughs) (laughs) sound um it didn't happen. Oh, what an, it what like hid away. Um. So yeah, we've digressed a bit from the fear of the podcast, but I guess the we talked about academic fear. Yeah, I think we, we covered. General. We covered fear. Done. I think we should probably come back to <laughs> come um, back to fear. Surely not in another episode. Uh, presentation anxiety yeah I think that's that's really important because there's a question asking and then there's a giving the blimmin presentation awful awful used to be my 100% worst Mm, fear I hated it as well absolutely hated it and now it's now it's quite pleasurable yeah I mean now I do not hate it no but I definitely did yeah same Um, so we'll we'll come back with more more on that so um any embarrassing moments or academic fails this episode that you want to share with the world. Sure, you can start with that one. <laughs> um... that one. So I was in the gym earlier, thinking to write this. and know I told you about the time when I, <laughs> when, I oh, no. when the tag of the tea bag got stuck in the cup when I was at a conference no. and I had to drink it. You had to drink the tea bag. <laughs> what? So I was I was at a conference. Um, and I'm not going to name names because well I'm not kidding. not not this into the podcast and um I was with some people and I was uh, their opinion of me really mattered and they'd kind of paid for me to go on this conference and stuff yeah. and we were having our breakfast and I was drinking my cup of tea and you know that um like little paper tag yeah yeah that had come off the string of oh tea bag and mm-hmm. I was drinking my tea and I saw it at the bottom of the cup and I thought to myself <laughs> <laughs> Do not drink that last bit of tea. Well, then I forgot because I was just too busy trying to not be a weird and not awkwardness. Yeah, just be normal. And trying to be, It was so much effort trying to be normal that I accidentally drank the last bit of the TV. TV? <laughs> Tea. You so TV. Panicking. And you're reliving it now yeah. i was feeling awkward and i was it. Ch- i was like drinking the tea and i swallowed the tea down and i realized i had this like piece of paper oh. off the tea like stuck in my soft palate and i was just like oh no and i was like what am i gonna do so i tried to swallow it properly and it just wasn't moving oh, anywhere no. <laughs> and it was the same thing as when you're basically getting white noise at the end of somebody's presentation because you're panicking about asking a question I was just getting white noise panicking about what yep. i going to do to retrieve this piece of paper that was now embedded in my soft palate so after <laughs> I tried to after I tried to swallow it several times oh, no. I eventually just had to go in there and fish it out and did anyone notice? I don't know blocked it out <laughs> I'm like what are you doing but you know no. you just think like how can i Definitely. how how does this how can you be a phd person and this happen yeah i, I feel like that's the type of thing when you overthink it so much <laughs> that you're like it would be so weird if i put my fingers in my mouth right now it would be so weird if i finished this out but in reality probably not that bad have you got any embarrassing moments yeah you know i probably okay, have well. hundreds like that um and i can't think of any right now well that's <laughs> very good isn't it you, are you thinking of one of my academic failures? No. Would like me to share? <laughs> no. I'm <laughs> not. Absolutely not. Let me think about it and then I'll have to... No, we'll You'll come back next time. Yeah, I'll do one next episode. All right, take it a, I wouldn't try to think. I mean, there's like, like, definitely one, 100 embarrassing moments that yeah. happened to me. Also, what's our hashtag for people can submit their own... Uh, hashtag Doctors Confess. Yeah, yeah. Share your y- embarrassing academic moments or academic fails with us at hashtag... Doctors Confess. Yes, please. So um, we can. And that's it. I've got a kids go and pick up. Great. Episode one. Done. Complete. Bye everyone. Uh yeah, bye everyone. Please uh like, rate, and subscribe. <laughs> like, rate and subscribe. <laughs> Where are we gonna upload? Nowhere. This? <laughs> um yeah, uh hashtag Doctors Confess.